Hey, it's Fei Wu, creator of the Phase World podcast and marketing services. And you're listening to a new mini series on Phase World called How to Freelance for Independent Creators. In this series, we speak to the tactics of working as a freelancer from health insurance to taxes, incorporation, but also the human side of things such as marketing, negotiation, downtime, or burnout. All inside a bite sized mini series. Each episode is 15 minutes or less. Hi there. I am back, and this is Faye. We're on to another episode of How to Freelance, and today we're talking about incorporation. So, in case you're wondering what that means, it means starting your business instead of working as an individual, meaning working as a sole proprietor.、Uh, what are we going to talk about today? So, why you should incorporate and how much money you are expecting to spend if you follow this DIY guide I'm going to walk you through,、um, and also how much you might spend if you choose to work with an online service or possibly an attorney. And we'll cover these four. Fairly simple steps to really set up your company. I will also cover ongoing maintenance, which is not a whole lot. Two things you have to file、uh, an annual report, and the other is 1099 for your independent contractors. So let's get started. This article called DIY Guide to Incorporating Your Business in Four Simple Steps turned out to be one of the most popular articles I've written in the history of Phase World, and this was published. Uh, early 2016, and there's still plenty of people reading and downloading it, which makes me really happy. But for the purpose of this mini series, I decided to update quite a bit of information. What I'm going to be sharing with you today isn't exactly reading from the blog post, but I will link it in the show notes, and、um, you will also see that on the what do you call the description or the information of your podcast by simply flipping over the player that you're listening to right now. So here's what happened in early 2016, precisely January 1st, 2016. I decided to start my own company, Phase World. I had several clients at the time, and I knew I had the option again to continue working as a sole proprietor. But I heard that there are many benefits as to starting your own business. So here's the legal verbiage of what they are: you have personal asset protection, tax flexibility, you have enhanced credibility. Now you have a brand, Face World, as opposed to just yourself, Fei Wu.、Um, you have brand protection. You have deductible expenses, among several other things. So I think the two things that really stood out for me, and perhaps for those of you guys who aren't lawyers or not doing this as a professional, is personal asset protection is key. So in case something happens to your business,、uh, lawsuits are possible, even though it's very rare. Your personal assets are separate from your business assets. Meaning, for example, you have twenty thousand dollars in your personal account. A house, a car, and more. You know your vacation homes. I don't know, but in your business account, you really only made say two thousand dollars or whatever that amount you have left over. Only the two thousand is sort of on the line before you hire an attorney and prove that you're innocent, of course. But that's basically all you have to worry about. Your personal assets are completely separate. For me, that was the biggest thing.、Uh, these steps I'm going to teach you. Only four of them. Um, if you get stuck, if you're feeling at the end of、uh, having this conversation with me that you still want to hire 
other people, attorneys to help you out, you do have the options. One is that you could go to LegalZoom. LegalZoom is only one of many options. Of course, you can Google, um, help me incorporate my company. You're going to see dozens and dozens of options. LegalZoom is fairly famous and well-known, uh, being broadcasted by a lot of online influencers in the same space as I am. And typically what they do is they charge a flat fee that's insignificant, such as $100 or so. And then they send you a bunch of forms to fill out and a couple of back and forth. But essentially what they're doing for only $100 is get you hooked. And if you need additional services, they're readily available for you there. But they, they will cause additional fees for one-on-one consulting, things like that. For $100, you fill the form, you answer the basic questions, and they pretty much do the same things as what I'm going to tell you. And the reason for this episode is not simply to kind of give you all the steps, but I think it actually helps for someone in the domain of non-incorporation to understand what's involved. And because on these all these state websites, which I'll be explaining um, to you where you get all the forms from, is actually very important for a company to understand. They're really not going to be the most beautiful websites out there. So in terms of um, incorporation, yes, it costs money. For registration, that is around $500 for LLC. It's a little bit different, but not too far off for S-Corp and C-Corp, which you probably have heard of. This registration fee is a one-time fee. However, I'll caveat and tell you that if you change the nature of your business, which I did, um, I changed it from S Corp to LLC to mega simplify my tax process. So uh, I ended up basically having to pay another $500 in the following year in 2017 to claim the single person LLC. Again, the grand scheme of things, now the end of the world. Then you have something to file that's called an annual report. You do this by the end of the year, and that's also $500. So we're up to about $1,000 right now. Other than that, you have other small transaction fees you have to take care of. They're around $20. These online transaction fees, like if you have been to Ticketmaster, it's similar in that sense, but a lot less. Generally speaking, it is about 4.5% of the filing fee. All right, here are the four steps. Step one, you have to determine the type of business that you're starting, whether it's a C-Corp, S-Corp, LLC, etc. There are infinite articles you can read about the business types, and it's a good idea to educate yourself uh, on it. For me, I actually found a very interesting interactive wizard that asked me simple survey questions. And then what you see is that there's a little meter that kind of dials up and down for all the types that you could have for your business. And essentially, I think for me, it was a tie between LLC and S-Corp. At the time, I went with S-Corp, but at the end of the year, I noticed I realized that I had to basically file for the S-Corp as well as my personal um, taxes. And my accountant told me about the benefit of single person LLC, and we went with LLC later. But I think the interactive wizard for those of you guys who are more visual people like myself will really help you out. So that's step one. Step two, it's the filing for your business entity with your secretary of state. I know, I didn't know what that was. This is actually a simple step. If you don't live in Massachusetts, um, I didn't want to include all the links, but they're very, very similar. All you have to do is Google Secretary of State for your state in bracket, whatever that may be. 
Alternatively, you could also search for state, you know, for Massachusetts would be MA or Massachusetts, followed by the phrase article of incorporation or certificate of incorporation. These are exchangeable terms, which was a little confusing to me at the beginning. For Massachusetts and most other states, they moved away from uh, filing via fax and, and mails to online. Yay! So I always, always prefer online filing because I do not trust the Postal Service or have my piece of paper piling on top of other paperwork that they have. And, and then I have to follow up with phone calls and this and that. So no, I highly encourage that you consider online filing. There is one for Massachusetts, I'm sure for all the other states. And what you need are pretty pretty straightforward, your name, your contact information and such. It took me literally five minutes to complete the entire process. If there are any issues with your application and responses, there's someone called a paralegal from the Secretary of State that will contact you via email to request correction. So once you um, finish the filing, you want to keep an eye on your email, even if you're on vacation. So FaceWorld Inc., when later LLC, through the same process, was born just after a few days. You do not typically get a confirmation via email, so um, you sort of have to confirm that by going to a state database, which I've included a link on the blog post as well. One thing I want to call out is everything I described in step two, that is only for your business entity and not your EIN, which stands for employer identification number. This is a very important next step to file with IRS, and that is not with your secretary of state. Step three, apply for EIN. This step is incredibly important. You probably have seen um, on different websites or even in affiliate programs or however you earn your money, it asks either for your social security, you enter that if you're a sole proprietor, but often it asks for your EIN, which is your employer identification number. So I have a different EIN, of course, for Phase World LLC for my tax return purposes. Um, there is a IRS website. You can pretty easily Google that um, by entering simply EIN or IRS EIN. There's something a little wonky at times. I don't know whether it's still the case, but sometimes on the IRS website, there's something that says business hours like nine to five, and it's not always available 24-7. I know it's weird because online and digital filing really should be 24-7. If you have to wait, just wait till the next day. Step four, this is form called 2553. You don't have to remember the number. This is called election by a small business corporation. This is um, the actual incorporation process. So fill out the form. And uh, if you Google it, form 2553, you'll find it. It's part of IRS. This one took me about 10 minutes to complete um, the form and following a pretty intensive uh, instructional manual. And to be honest, 90% of the information is very trivial, like same questions, your name, address, this and that, um, the uh, sort of the type of your business. But there's like 10% of the question that was like, huh? For the 10%, there is a instructional manual. Just look at it and bite your tongue and finish it up. Okay, let's move on to ongoing maintenance. I completely neglected this part. So one thing you have to do before the end of the year, December 31st, is to file your annual report. And this, as mentioned before, it's $500. I know it's expensive, but then again, running a business isn't cheap. In general, you have other expenses as well. 
So set a reminder on your Google Calendar, on your Outlook. The reason as to why you need to do this is without filing any report, you cannot keep your corporation in compliance and in good standing with the state. You can file via mail. Uh, you can download the PDF, and if you file online, it is five hundred and twenty dollars. You can do it with a credit card or e-check. And、um, if you have any questions, there is an email address you can follow up as well. If you do not live in Massachusetts, again, Google starting with your state,、uh, followed by corporate division annual report. That's it. Okay, another on,、uh, ongoing maintenance is filing ten ninety nine MISC four. Independent contractors. Oh my god, I messed this one up so badly because for the first couple of years of my business, I didn't even think twice about contractors. No, like I did not have anybody working for me but myself. So good news is if you are someone who,、uh, for example, choose to work with、uh, contractors or or resources on Upwork or Fiverr dot com, you don't have to worry about it as much.、Uh, actually, not at all, because you're essentially paying Upwork, and they're a corporation, and you do not need to send ten ninety nine to a corporation, with the exception of working with a lawyer. So. Uh, with that said, for example, if you hire vendors, independent contractors, freelancers, gig workers in general who represent themselves independently, and you pay them more than six hundred dollars in that business-related payments that year, you need to prepare and issue an IRS form called 1099 MISC so that they can file as an income on their tax return. So it sounds complicated, and I thought it was because I had no time to do it. It's actually pretty straightforward. I included on my blog a full article published by QuickBooks that contains all the details you need. So here are some key dates、uh, you need to keep in mind. You must file all 1099 MISC by January 31st. So thank God that's not you know December 31st. You must email or mail or hand each of the 1099 copy B to the contractors no later than February 1st.、So、you want to get started. On all of this, I personally would say in December, but definitely January first. Make sure you always ask your contractors to provide you with a filled out form W nine. This I had neglected because in 2018 I spent the most money ever in my entire life on the face roll documentary, and I had you know more than ten contractors working for me at the time. What happens if you miss the deadline of January 31st? Like I did. Well, you will incur between thirty to a hundred dollars penalty per form. Lastly, to get your 1099 forms,、uh, that is through IRS. And、um, again, I prefer to file all my related documents online. So personally, I don't really download a physical copy, fill it out, mail it out. I use something、uh, from QuickBooks. You can just Google QuickBooks 1099. I also included a link. You can file all the 1099s online, including the ones that you're late for. So that's it. Best of luck. This is、uh, the beginning of your financial freedom. I hope, and it's just so much fun to be able to work for yourself, by yourself, and sometimes with contractors. If you have any questions. Please let me know. You can go to phaseworld.com, f-e-i-s-w-o-r-l-d.com forward slash freelance. There is a recorder button that you can submit any questions to me or email me at hello at phaseworld.com. Keep in mind this is part of a mini series called How to Freelance on Phaseworld. There are 
other articles and resources there already. Super exciting, right? We tell you why freelancing can work for you. We talk about healthcare, health insurance already prior to this, and we also talked about taxes. Uh, before this episode as well. So if you find this episode or other resources helpful, please let me know. And um, what you get stuck with, I'll be happy to help you out. And you can share the series or some episodes with your friends, family who are thinking about starting their own business or working as a freelancer. I am all for it. Love it. And I'll see you next week.